0: hallelujah amen i want to welcome you all to this wonderful platform in the name of the father in the name of the son and in the name of the holy spirit hallelujah amen 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 today is a special day is a day that god has given to us to be able to express his love And to exhibit his grace, to be able to walk in the power of the will of God, to understand the mysteries of God and the wisdoms that he brings on the tables of our lives. Whatever it is that you have seen and endured in your life, remember that God is aware. Amen. And Amen. If you are listening to me in anywhere mm. that you are listening to me from, I want to encourage you to know that God is always aware of your situation. Hallelujah. Mm. Sometimes we amen. do not allow him to come into the space of our dwelling or into the zone of acceptance of our lives. But one thing I want to encourage you is that always invoke the grace of the Lord upon your life. Amen. Wherever you are, Always administer the grace of God on your life. Speak for the mercy of God to speak for you. Listen to me once again. I say, speak for the mercy of God to speak for you. Ask that God himself will stretch out his glorious hand to touch whatever that needs to be touched in your life because whatever it is that we have in this life, if God is not in the equations of our life we may not be able to enjoy the med- the benefits of the kingdom so today there is a message that God has placed on my heart and he took me into some arena of prayer which we used to do some years back and now he says that he's birthing us again in that same. Arena. That is why we have this platform called Emmanuel Prayer Line, where we Emmanuel family. We are people of purpose, people of prayer, people who love the Lord, who love humanity, who love our neighbor as our as our, ourselves, and we do the will of the Father. We try to let the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ to go across the universe, anywhere there is life. We want men to know that there is also God. Hallelujah. So people of God, today it's an honor to have you with me to hear the word of the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. Spirit of God, we are here to hear your voice. We are here to see what you want us to see from the word of the Lord. We are here to be imparted with the wisdom of God's mysteries. We are here to receive the revelations of God's words in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May we come to the place of divine acceptance in what you will release and open unto our heart across the universe, anywhere anybody is connected to us from. We release your glory to cover them in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your presence rest upon their homes and their families. We pray that let your peace remain with them even today and forever in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let every storm that is disturbing and brewing up against their life and against their wishes be arrested in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Anywhere they stand, that they are not sure of and they don't know where to turn. They don't know whom to speak to today. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that you reveal yourself unto them and speak to them where they should turn and whom they should speak to and bring into their life your power, of performance in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We honor you, O God, that today the dreams and visions shall be made clear to us, the understanding and the mysteries behind it and the reasons you bring to us all these activities through dreams and visions. You will help us to know and to navigate through us in Jesus' mighty name. We honor you, O God. We celebrate your goodness even in the land of the living in Jesus' precious name. Emmanuel. <clears throat> Emmanuel. i want you to Hello, i want you to alert alert a sister your sons and your daughters your families and your colleagues and anybody that is not on the platform and that you believe that they must benefit from this tell them that please the link that you have send it to them tell them that this link you've got to connect now please listen to what's going on in there maybe the lord i believe that the Lord will bless them. You never know how far God can touch their lives through what you will do today. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. One more time, I want to thank God for your lives, all these wonderful people that's listening to me today. My name is McCarthy <coughs> hey, uh, uh The senior pastor of, uh, or more or less like a caretaker. I will use the word caretaker. <laughs> I am just a caretaker. Caretaker, of immortal uh, Christian assemblies here in London. And I'm trusting that by the grace of God, uh, he will continue to use us to become effective and efficient tool in his sense to bless the universe, the communities that we are in, the environment that we find ourselves, the families that he brings into our life, the people that he makes our our foot cross us with. Uh, I'm believing God that the Lord will use you and I to be able to make an impact In this life before he he calls us to glory hallelujah amen yesterday i was at a a, a, a father's funeral uh, last night and we were experiencing some beautiful moments at that time though it was a heart uh, breaking for some of us to feel that some of the fathers have gone some of the generals who of our time has been been very very instrumental in the lives of many and, and being been of a great help to, to countries, especially Ghana. Uh, they, they had to go home and go and rest from their hard toil labor. And in, in, in the place, I, I was reflecting on a lot of things and how some of these grandchildren will come and, and talk about what grandpa has done and did and the knowledge that they learned from them, the children talking and, and the, the, the unity of love that was in the atmosphere was just uh, was just amazing. Hallelujah. It was just amazing. And I want to thank God for the life of major a name uh, that he had to go home. He, he he turned seventy-eight and he had to go home. So we we, we, we said a farewell um uh, listen uh, for him uh last night by the grace of God, hallelujah. And I want to thank God for all those who were there and those who are listening even now that uh, we are all benefiting. And there were a few things that I was uh, gathering from that moment. And, and that brought me to this thing that the Lord, <clears throat> the Lord has ways and means of communicating to people. There are so many ways that God would try to draw the attention of men when it comes to the place of divine necessity that God wants to communicate to you or want to send a message to you and yet your attention is not being able to be drawn, uh, to be able to hear the voice of the Lord, all your eyes, to be opened enough to see what God wants to point to you. He he sometimes bypasses the physical similitudes of your existence and begins to go beyond the the, the scene and try to touch the, the psychological anatomy of your life and to be able to download the information that will benefit your life or that will make your life meaningful, or to receive the instructions that will help you to be able to be useful in the kingdom and in this life. And so God has all kinds of ways of communicating. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2 and chapter 3 that God has always been finding ways and means to make invasion or come into the dwellings of men onto this, this planet Earth, to come in here. Hallelujah. And therefore, whenever God comes, He comes with information. Anytime God appears on anything, He does not just, He does not just appear for no reason. Hallelujah. He comes with a message. He comes with an instruction. He comes with, with, a, with, a, with a with a statement to make our life somewhat kind of a meaningful thing so that we all can be able to do what He has called us to do with great respect and with great love to His glorious name. And so it is always expedient to realize that anytime God is speaking, we've got to give our full attention to that situation. Hallelujah. And so today I want to talk about dreams and visions. Hallelujah. Dreams and vision. That is one of the ways that God, our Lord, comes to speak to us. He comes to be able to communicate to us. He comes to convey a message to us. He comes to be able to bypass our busy schedules of our life, to be able to download the information that we need in times of necessity. Hallelujah. So the Bible has said in many ways and many things that God has always been speaking. Amen. That are about over. Over 34 times that God spoke to different kinds of people and in different stages of their life and different places about things which are yet to happen, things which has happened before and people are hidden. It is hidden from the sight of men or things which which are happening even in the process of life. Hallelujah. So visions are something that you and I should not take them for granted. And also dreams are something that you don't want to to just take it as a trivial message or as a trivial thing. No, it is something that is of great importance. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. We have seen that even in this generation that we are in, by the grace of God, I've observed and I've read also and I've seen also that even those who does not believe that there is God, they are still in the place of dreams and vision. And and it speaks clear to me that it does not matter whether you believe there is a God or you don't believe that there is a God. God will still speak. He will find ways and means to bypass your, your stupidity and foolishness allow me to use those two words you know, that because some of the people comes to the place to think that there is no god and the bible says that those ones we should call them fools so every fool has got stupidity in their heart and so those people who work in that category of life you know, god still finds ways and means to bring them a sense of message and a sense of uh, information so that their lives will be worth meaningful Hallelujah. And in the same way, Satan also uses the same area and the same scenario and the same situation. And I'll give you a typical example of my life. What Satan, how Satan could speak to me in one way and how God also could speak to me also in another way in dreams and in visions. People of God, we are not alone. Amen. I will tell you that wherever you are, you are not alone. In anything that you are doing, in any environment you find yourself, you are not alone. We have a God who speaks. We have a God who cares. We have a God who who has all matter of heart concerning our lives at heart to make sure that our life is worth living. Amen and amen. And therefore, anything that is necessary to make your life worth living, The Lord your God will make sure that he brings them to pass. He communicates them to you. And as I said, one of the ways that he comes to speak to us is in the area of dreams and visions. Hallelujah. The scripture says that one of the first places that we ever could hear the bible talks about dreams and visions was in the book of genesis 20 verse 3 where abimelech a king chose to take abraham's wife away from him and decided to take her as a, his own you know kind of a woman and because the woman was beautiful and 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 abraham could not do anything but lie about the situation of of his wife because he thought that these people were kind of wicked and the wife was pretty that's what one of the problem if you have a beautiful wife as i have everywhere you go you get a problem because every eye is set on her and you you the man you become jealous so sometimes you're almost always overprotective <laughs> hallelujah i pray that may the lord bless you with a man that is much more jealous for your life all oh, those ladies who are not married Amen. <laughs> amen and so and so, the Lord would have to come and bypass Abimelech's knowledge and understanding of what life is all about and speak to him in dream and in vision to let him know that, hey, brother, you are, you are a dead man walking. You are a dead man walking. The one that you are holding, the woman belongs to a man. <laughs> That's what the Bible uses it. The Bible says that he, she is a man's wife. That's the exact words of the Bible in the King James Version. It says that he is, she is a man's wife. Therefore, do not touch her. You dare not touch. And so when he woke up out of the dream and the vision, he, he, he got scared and he understood exactly what the Lord was speaking. Hallelujah. And that is one of the things that comes with dreams. That when any time dream is coming to you, most times you understand exactly what the message is all about, except that your spirit is not in tune, except that there is always a sense of darkness or chaos in the realms of your soul. If not, then the clarity of whatever message the dreams conveys will surely speak vividly into your spirit in Jesus' mighty name. And so the Lord spoke to him in a dream said, Do not touch this woman. And he had to now answer the Lord in a dream. He said, Lord, you know that I did not touch her. I did not go into her. I did not molest her. I did not even draw near to her. I was just trying to draw into my family and to make her part of my wife. But I never, I never touched her. I did, I did not. And so the Lord said, Yes, I will held you from touching her. It's if not, you would have. Hallelujah. And from there, the Lord said, restore the man, the wife, back to him, uh, to him and let him have his wife back. And from that moment, Abraham enjoyed. He said, whatever it is, I must make sure. That was the beginning of the blessings of Abraham. It was a dream. That came to warn a man who are taking the wife away. And within that dream, the Lord cautioned the man that, listen, you are a dead man. If you don't know and touch this woman, you are, you, you are finished. And then the man gave the woman back to uh, uh, the, the, the husband and said, please take your wife. And these are the blessings and the compensation for taking your wife for a moment. And from that moment, by the grace of God, the man of God began to was great with the substance of compensation from Abimelech. Hallelujah. So dreams are something that is very vital. I know that most of you have been receiving dreams. Some of you have been receiving visions. Some of you have been getting understanding of it. Some of you too, you don't get the understanding of it. It's all good and it's all right. But I want you to be assured and to know that it is not a mistake that you don't understand your dreams. It is it's not an error that you don't understand the, the whole picture that you see. God comes and speaks. Sometimes it's so vivid. Sometimes it's all kinds of all kinds of ways and all kinds of stuff you don't understand. Some comes in colors. Some comes in in in, 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 in lengths of, of activities. So some of them even sees themselves in a dream and, and it manifests physical. You know, some one of the dreams that I want to share with you today. It's a dream of the enemy trying to attack us and to make us impotent. Impotent in the sense of fruitfulness, that every time he arrests you and tries to find ways that means to make you like a husband, like a fiancé, or like a a spouse in a dream, and then having any kind of intercourse and affairs with you, he tries to make your life impotent and make your soul useful to him in the things of the spirit against your own life and against the things that God has called you to achieve in life. Sometimes the enemy uses those areas of our lives where we do not have much control of much control because in the dream world or in the moment of our inactiveness, we are are helpless or we don't have much control over those areas. So the enemy tries to invade between the crevices of our dream and our spirit and uh, our soul and our spirit and begin to wedge out something, a gap in there, and then he begin to translate all the information he wants to send to your soul for your body to act it physically and then cut you off from the source of God that you need to obtain the blessings from. So people of God, it's always important to take your dream life serious. Amen. If you have had a dream of having an intercourse, it is not something you want to joke with. If you had a dream that you are urinating any else, elsewhere, it is not something you have to joke with. If you had a dream that you've seen writings on any place or reading some stuff, it is not something that you have to joke with. Anything that the Lord reveals to you in dreams and in visions, you don't have to joke with. Even if the enemy comes in to do that, don't joke with it because it has a message, it carries a bearing, it has an effect physically or spiritually spiritually against your life amen and so i want to share with you some thoughts that i think that dreams convey hallelujah so to me i feel that dreams are a series of codes and instinctive information receive received from your soul through the subconscious mind when the body is actively inactive that is my understanding of dreams that is, they are series of codes and instinctive informations received from your soul through the subconscious mind when the body is actively inactive. They are uh, one of the most important ways God can also draw the attention of the in uh, on active mind to infuse them with the information He wants to convey to us god the maker of the human body sees it fit that to communicate to the man his soul must be activated and connected to the source of matter and therefore dreams are very very important hallelujah in dreams the body is unfruitful but the soul is engaged so these are my thoughts about dreams. Hallelujah. And as we we we, we were using the life of Jacob, you know, he, he he still also is part of the same thing that we can actually draw some lessons from. When he was heading towards Haran, and his uh uh time came to a point where darkness had befallen him in Genesis 28, and he couldn't move any further. The Bible says in verse 12 that He had to sleep. And in the sleeping, in the moment of sleep, the scripture says that he had a dream. And in the dreams of the visions of the night, he saw a ladder that was from heaven, from earth to heaven, and there were angels ascending and descending on the ladder. And at the end of it, he saw the Son of God standing at the end, and the Lord gave instructions in the dream unto the brother and spoke to him and said, Jacob, where you are is a land that I am going to give to you one day. Hallelujah. And therefore, it is a land that I promised your father Abraham and your father Isaac, and I'm going to give this same land unto you and to your descendants, and that place shall be the place where you will dwell one day. And so when he woke up, he realized that that place was a place where there was an information, and he called the place better, and he released an anointing, he used an anointing, and poured some oil on the grounds and consecrated the grounds where he put his head, and the stone that he put his head on, as we have preached already. And then he desired, desired, and decided that that place becomes the house of the Lord. The land the Lord promised him, he turned the land into the house of the Lord. He made the place to become God's habitation. And so from that moment on already, he had bought that place spiritually with the invocation of making that place as the house of the Lord. Amen. And from that moment, the Lord also preserved that grounds for the brother. And from that time, though his life was not so easy work, everything about his life was much more of a challenge. Just as one or some of us may be, and some of us may have working, we may have experienced all kinds of challenges and difficulties in our life. But I want to assure you that everything that's going on with your life, God is aware. It could be in the dreams. It could be in a vision. It could be in the seasons of the night that you don't know what's going on, but God will continually. In all those moments, God was still speaking to him. And we came to a point to realize also that when Laban, he served in the house of Laban, his uncle, and after all those years, over 14 to 17 years of servitude to this man to get the the children, the the daughters as a wife, and then trying to find means to also support and sustain his family, the Lord had to come into the equation. And the Lord saw that Laban had cheated on him for 10 times his wages. So literally the man Jacob had to start on on a zero grounds. Zero. He started from nowhere with nothing to start with. But God, who knows had to compensate and to bless us with all the rewards that we deserve to have. He came to him in a dream and the visions of the night and showed him a strategic way that that go past beyond the place of science and, and physics, to be able to find ways and means to make ends meet, and to be successful and be productive in the blessings that the Lord had given to him, because he started with zero. If you have a zero and you multiply it with zero, it shall always be zero, and therefore you will need the input of heaven who can turn a zero into a figure that is substantial to make life worth living. And so God had to bypass the physical activities of his life and to bypass labels, a, a strategic way of cheating on this young man and to be able to come to the place of divine acceptance to make his life worth living by releasing this wisdom unto him in dreams and in visions. How to make goats and cows and livestock to produce a particular kind of breed. It is only God who can give us wisdom in our business fields and in the work of our hands. It is only God who can reveal through visions and through dreams that what ways and means we need to take to be able to be successful in any adventure we decide to take on. So people of God, if you are listening to me today, I want to encourage you to engage your dream life well, to engage your vision life well, to engage with God well, to speak to you in areas where you don't understand and what you need to do, how to go about things so that you can be able to be successful in your endeavors of life. Visions and dreams are very important. And therefore, we've got to realize that if we limit or trivializes the power of our dreams and the potency of our visions, then we are trivializing our own destiny. We are putting our destiny on a platter of shame. Then the enemy can sift us as wind without no value, without no substance. At any time, he will toss us up and down. We cannot do well in our lives. We've got to be careful with our dreams. The man of God The Lord spoke to him and showed him how to be able to cut a particular tree and a stick and put it by a particular position, and then use it at a strategic time. And then whatever he did out of it, out of the obedience of the dream, that made him successful. And by the time the season was over, the man after, uh, after six years of that ashes, the man was so worthy and so resourceful and so blessed that even his own employers, his own employers envied him. He was too great than his own employers. I wonder why he was still employed by them, but he was so successful more than his employers. Now, his employers were now envying him. I pray mm-hmm. by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that may the Lord bless you with that activity and that grace to see what you need to see in dreams and vision to make your life successful in Jesus' mighty name. It is my prayer that everywhere you are, in your sleep, in your waking life, may you continually dream dreams of the Lord. May you continually see visions from the Lord. May you continually have the understanding of the things of the Spirit in dreams and in vision concerning your life, concerning your children, concerning your home, concerning your businesses, and concerning your marriages, your relationships, everything that concerns your life. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That may the Lord help you in them all, in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Amen. Are very important. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in the book of Job, Job thirty-three verse fourteen: "For God may speak in one way or in another; yet man does not perceive it. In a dream and in the visions of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men, while slumbering." on their best, then the heavens open and he opens their ears, the ears of men and seals their instruction. So God comes in that period of our life, seals the instructions that we need to obtain to be able to act on every activity of our lives. So God says that in that area, he see opens the ears of men and seals their activities and their instructions in order to turn man from his deeds and conceal pride, from man he keeps he keeps back his soul from the pit so all these dreams and visions that goes on and around our life, god uses them to help us to protect us from trouble to protect us from falling in the pits of our life to protect us in areas where we may lose the opportunity to be effective and efficient in our life people of god your dream is important don't waste it and don't joke with it your dream is important hallelujah Man is also chasing with pain on his bed and with a strong pain in many of his bones so that his life abhors bread and his soul uh, from every succulent food. And I want to address your mind to this point that if you fail, to respect what dream the Lord is revealing to you, or even the enemy is bringing your way, you will definitely put your life in danger or miss the opportunity to be effective to bless your own life and to move on into the place of God's glory. Hallelujah. The Bible says that God uses that to get revelations of the possessions of uh, of Jacob. He also used that to help him to understand where he needed to start his family from. So when he came to the point where he needed to return to his family according to Genesis 31 verse, verse 10 Again, the Lord came to him and spoke to him in a dream and in a vision to let him know that he was still with him. Though there has been 10 times areas of changes of wages and deception against his life and cheats on his life, yet the Lord was with him. And that is something I want to encourage anyone that is listening to me today, that there may be all kinds of vicissitudes in your life, some challenges you cannot bear, some difficulties that is so, so high for you. I want you to know that God Is still aware of every area of your life. There is something that God wants you to know in those areas, something He's developing in you, learning with you from you so that you can learn in those areas by his grace. So you don't have to give up and you don't have to lose hope. You don't have to lose content and confidence in yourself to think that you don't match match up or you don't matter much, hallelujah. And so the Bible says that God came into the equations of his life to help him, to let him know that he was with him. And he said to him that, listen, the place where you anointed some years ago, over 20 years ago, that place where you release some oil and poured it down and said that if you, if I bless you and I do this and I do that, it'll cover you and protect you and all that, and you call the place better, go back to that land. For that is the place I want to establish you. And when his dinner was due, it was still in the times of visions and dreams that the Lord came to speak to him. And then now he realized that my time is due. And even the favor I've had with this man is no more in place. I've had all kinds of deceit and cheat also. And therefore, I need to return. I'm going back home hallelujah. I'm going back home. So Jacob now turns around and began to walk back home. And he did some strategic thing that some people will say that is some foolish art, and Laban himself was upset for the father. Why didn't he tell him that, listen, I am going and I want to leave? Already he told him. He told him that, listen, I'm going to my home. I want to go and find ways and means to make ends meet for my life and my family. And so I want to go. And he said, oh, you stay, and I'll pay you. And When he stayed, his wages that he demanded, he decided not to give him that wages. He took it away from him, so he had to start from zero. Even though I was the one, I may have left out of anger. I may have left out of uh, of, uh, uh, disappointment because Laban did not treat Jacob well. You said that you are supposed to pay me this amount and the time of remuneration is due. And you make your children to come and take all that I am supposed to be paid with away from me and said, okay, now start afresh. So what about the 14 years of service? What about the six years of service? All of them was wasted, hallelujah. So people of God, I want you to realize that sometimes we may be in an environment where things are not working well. And- There is no source of information to even understand the whole dynamics of your challenge, of your plight, of your your situation, and you are crying and calling God, and you you are not hearing, you are not understanding, and nothing, please relax and just chill. Know that God is still in control of your life, Jacob. Here gives us a typical example of how to be st- to be stable and to become in the midst of the storm when people are cheating on you. You still find it within your heart to be calm enough to keep going, though it is not all good for you. Hallelujah! Until the time that God speaks. Until the time that God speaks. Somebody once told me and said to me, "That are you that stupid?" And I'm using the word so, so, so. Uh. Raw the way the man the, the person spoke to me, he said, "Man, I'm not being so rude to you and all that. But listen, you don't have to be stupid. You don't have to stay in an environment where you don't you are not valued anymore. And you know, you have been abused and have been used and have been." Uh, he said all the things that he knew. This was somebody outside. You know, they saw it outside. But to me, that was enduring the situation was more than what people knew because I kept some of them to myself and I didn't explain them to much, you know, and I was still holding on with my smiles, and and I was still preaching, and I was still leading the people of God, I was still doing my service and my duty, and others were saying, come on, leave out of here, move on, get out of this place, and I said, no, not until the Lord speaks, it. one day the Lord will speak, when my time is due, hallelujah, all these things were, all areas God was developing something inside of my life, and I want to encourage you to realize that when you are in those areas of your life, God will use those environments, those situations to develop a lot of things inside of you. So don't be quick to, to jump uh, the train. Don't be quick to, to skip the area. Don't be quick. When your time comes to an end, when the, the show is finished, the Lord himself will show you where to turn. And it, come, it came to pass that when the time came to an end for Jacob to move on, the Lord spoke to him again in a dream. in the vision so job helps us to understand the concealing of the matter of instructions in our life the lord comes to us sometimes in dreams and in visions and speaks to us so when jacob decided to go out of this house and out of the tutorship and out of the leadership of labor when he was leaving he did not tell labor he told the wife In the field, he called the wife into the field and said, listen, the Lord spoke to me. The Lord God Almighty came to my life and he spoke to me again and said, I should return to my father's land. The place where I sacrificed and made a monument and called that place Bethel. He said, I should go back there. And I'm prepared to go to that place again, and I'm obe- I'm willing to obey the voice of the Lord. I don't know what is out there waiting for me, for but I am prepared to take the risk and to obey the voice of the Lord God Almighty, and to return to better to the place where I sacrifice unto Him. Maybe He will have mercy upon my life. Hallelujah. So when he spoke this to the wives, uh, the wives spoke and said, uh, Richard said, uh, listen, we are happy. We are happy to go with you. We are happy. Whatever the Lord has spoken to you, we are happy to go with you. I'm telling you, we'll continue on this uh, on this field to let you know that it wasn't an easy task for him to journey back to the place where Bethel was, though God has spoken to him, but they return." of that journey was all kinds of challenge. He lost a lot of things, including the loved ones of his soul. Everything that he believed in and everything that he had worked for. I mean, The love of his life. This man of God lost it and it was so dear to him. Lost everything that he knew that it was something that was dear to his life. But God had to see him through until he got to the promised land that the Lord had given to him. And on his way, on his way going, as he left quietly, not allowing Laban to know his moves. You know, one of the things that one of the devotional guides I sent, I sent two devotional guides last night, and I sent uh, one in the afternoon and one in the night, around eight o'clock. And one of them was that Laban now had to decide to chase after Jacob. And when he wanted, you know, his intention was wicked. Everything that Laban had in his mind was to hurt Jacob. I don't know why sometimes some people that we have helped and we have supported and we are close to and we feel that we have invested our effort, our time, our resources, our monies, our will, our whatever, our prayers and everything to them, sometimes they can really, really hurt our life so bad like that. I don't understand why. But when that equation happened to, uh, to to Jacob was on his way running away from the, the, the torture and oppression of Laban, Laban got the news that he's gone three days away and he began to chase after Jacob, chase after him. By the time he came to that place that he met up with Jacob, Jacob now could not escape the hunger and the thirst and the desire of the oppression of Laban. Now Laban decided to go and hurt him. But God, God came on the equation through dreams again and through vision And appeared to the man to Laban and said to him that, listen, you dare not touch him. Don't even speak good or bad to Jacob. Hallelujah. And I thank God for that statement the Lord will say. That you listen. It is not your pronouncement of blessing who make this life better or worse. And therefore, don't even make an attempt. To say a blessing or to pronounce a curse or to lay a hand of him on him. One of the scriptures and one of the places the Bible will say that leave Jacob alone. And today I want to prophesy today, this week. That will be a prayer focus. That leave me alone, Hallelujah. Whatever the problem is, I command you to leave me alone. Leave Jacob alone, Hallelujah. I want to read that scriptures uh, for you to hear from Genesis uh, thirty-one, verse verse twenty-four. And God came to Laban. I'm using the King James version, the the New King James version. Uh, The Assyrian in a dream by night and said unto him, He said, "Take heed." that thou speaketh not to Jacob, either good or bad. You dare not, don't even think about it. And so now the hands of Laban now had been Tied up with the words of God in a dream to Him that you dare not touch Him. And I pray that may the Lord speak to your enemies in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That may they leave you alone. May they not touch you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Everywhere you have seen any kind of challenge and difficulty from any place, any kind of oppressor oppressing you in dreams and vision, may the Lord also visit them. In their dreams and in their vision, and may the warning clock of the Lord speak in your behalf in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And may the Lord warn them concerning your life, that they touch you not, neither to speak good or evil, to stand anywhere to boast, and think that they are willing to bless and to help you, or to cause you any benefit. Hallelujah! For blessings comes from the Lord, not from man. Hallelujah. So people of God, this is one of the messages that God wants me to draw your attention to, that dreams and visions are very, very important. You don't have to take it lightly. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen.